Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Ruther, coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from New York, Joey Nochel Prano. Hello, Andy. Morning. Morning. What's going on, man? Oh, you know, here in New York, show tonight at the stand, 8 p.m. if anybody wants to come, and then off tomorrow morning. Long drive down the famous Jersey Shore, passing through places like the famous Tom's River, New Jersey, home of the 1998 Little League World Series champs. Uh, Atlantic City, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Pete Sestaro opening, Claridge Hotel. Get your tickets now. That's what's happening here. Did some shows the last couple days. Went to a concert at Radio City Music Hall last night. It's pretty great. Pretty great little couple days here in New York. You know, you know what's funny? I'm just, I'm just, and I'm listening to you, but I'm just like, I'm just seeing a couple of comments. Like, like the dirt balls are hilarious. <coughs> Andy is high as balls, dude. It's ten fifteen a.m. I know. Chase, he's, 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 you know, throwing a hail mary. He's hoping he's right. No, he's like, can you imagine if I nail this? I, I think because of the lighting. A lot of times the dirt balls think I'm stoned. Meanwhile, I only I work in the shadows. Yeah. I've literally been stoned once in like seven months. So wow. Yeah. I I you know, my sister's basement, great place to record for everything but lighting. You know, basements, famously not great lighting. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm thinking maybe I need to jaws. Everybody thinks I'm coming in and just blaze out of my mind. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. You're probably just baby tired, right? Yeah. Well, I'm sure Dirt Balls are sick of hearing it, but I'm teething stage right now. So <laughs> that's a whole other I, thing. I think my favorite thing about Andy Ruther having a child is like how everything that like the whole world has gone through and you've heard all the parents about, they're all like complete and total shocks. You're like, <laughs> do you know they get teeth? It'll fuck your life up, dude. <laughs> Do you forget These though? Kids just don't, you, they don't just come out and just like go to sleep, which you, is like you're tired. Sleep. It is weird. You're like, you don't have teeth. Suddenly, like you're growing teeth and then you're not sleeping and you're literally spitting up and vomiting all the time. And you have a fever. Like it's, you're just like, damn, when are these teeth going to come in? Like just come in. Come, just let the teeth come in. Like come in. I don't want to, I don't want to be dealing with this. See, my thing is I, I talk to her and everybody thinks I'm crazy. I will talk to her like she's an adult. No, that's good. My sister does that with uh, my nephew. And and I always say it like when I'm here and I'm like down in the basement, I just woke up or something. Or I'm doing dirty sports or whatever. I hear her talking like I hear having full on conversations. And the kid is super smart at this point. I mean, like, I don't know about smart, but super verbal. Like he can talk. And I was like, I think that really helps. I mean, she just has conversations with him the whole day. Yeah, I've I've had some ideas too, some content ideas because these videos that kids watch, I thought like, what if you did a spin on it? You know, the videos will be like, 
A is for Apple. Let's talk. You know, these YouTube videos that are so popular or whatever. And I was. Are you into the Miss Rachel game yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Do you know that there's a theory that like half of Miss Rachel's subscribers are just jacking off to her? That'll ruin ruin your day, right? No, it doesn't surprise me. (laughs) I I did see Nipplegate with Miss Rachel. Yeah. Did you see that? What, did they think she had like a nipple piercing or something? Yeah. <laughs> Some, somebody like, I don't know if it was Instagram or something. I saw somebody was like, yo, Miss Rachel's a freak. And it was yeah. like posting. You could see she, there, there was definitely some nipple piercing. I, I, I mean, Miss Rachel has so many YouTube followers that you'd be like, oh, she's making so much dough. I guarantee you she makes more dough going to wealthy men's houses and being like, B is for bad boy. Do you want me to shove this dildo up your asshole? Yes, oh, so Miss Rachel. You think that's Miss Rachel's side gig? Oh, uh, like actually, I think I think the YouTube thing is Miss Rachel's side gig. <laughs> that's okay. That's what you think. Like, well, first of all, there's probably dirtballs being like, "What the fuck are you guys?" Anybody talking? who has a niece, a nephew, a kid, or whatever. Has- yeah, you're 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 looking at us like, what are you guys talking about? I, I I'll here I'll just I'll play I'll play something real quick just so dirtballs have a clue of what the hell we're talking about. This is Miss Rachel and she's annoying as shit, but she figured it out. She has so many damn followers and the kids love it. Like the kids will just listen. My daughter will just sit there and listen. This is Miss Rachel. Hi friends. surprise box let's take out a surprise isn't miss rachel like every chick in la just like over the top actressy chick yeah do you want to take something i think you're right i mean i never thought of this not the horny dudes my my other miss rachel theory that i always tell my sister is i I was like she doesn't really do anything except like i was like i feel like i could just do my regular day and if somebody was filming it, I could just talk and I would basically have the same channel. Dude, she has 5.49 million subscribers. The one that I just pulled up right here, look at this. Yeah. Three weeks ago, 36 million yeah. views. I'm always like, I feel like I could do Miss Rachel if I just like had somebody following me around. And I was like, today... We're going to get a bacon, egg, and cheese. Can you say delicious? Sometimes we will say B-E-C because B is for bacon. <laughs> so you could. So my my idea was like doing like a sports spin. And oh, again, man. Can you imagine like just teaching – Jordan and Kobe stands like well that was my joke like she was doing like yesterday she was doing each letter and I'd be like O is for overrated or or just like making them be able to understand basic stats like FGA is field goal attempts Kobe Bryant shot 24 FGM is field goals made he made four that is dog shit. <laughs> well, that's literally what I was thinking. I was like, th- this 
this would kind of be a funny bit because and now I'm, dogs I'm, go poo poo just like you. I'm I'm obviously revealing it, but it's like there's so many kid videos. And like I, I don't know what what what's crazy to me, I don't know if you talked to your sister about it. Like I don't know what it's in her videos or like a cocoa melon where kids are hooked. Like I don't know the the psychology behind it. What is Miss Rachel doing where it's like, boom, you have my attention? Is it just the baby voice? Do you know about Tractor Ted? No, you who's got that? A, you got a girl, so you wouldn't know about Tractor. This is the this is the truly the biggest scam of all time. Some fucking construction company <laughs> just like films their work. Just like literally films tractors and like concrete trucks and whatever. Just films. It's just B-roll. And then they put a fucking cartoon bumper on the front. They're like, Tractor Ted, Tractor Ted. And then it's just B-roll of a construction site. Are you serious? I swear to God. Oh, my God. We have to watch a little of this. So. Dude, like like songs, though? No. Literally just B-roll. Natural nat sound of just like a lumber cutter. Dude. This is amazing. I'm I'm about to play this. This is uh, this is hilarious. Because I'm like, so I I was up there yesterday. I was like, so your son just watches tractors, just like working. It's like do 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 tractor Ted. You're like, oh, is this a cartoon? Oh, it's gonna be a cartoon. No, it's just a working wow, tractor. Look at that! It's huge. <laughs> oh, what's the cab doing? This is insane. This guy's working the on the chipper. Like, I don't up. even know that they filmed it. I think they just found B-roll. <laughs> That's tractorific. Like stuff you could get online. This is so the driver can control the timber. Oh, and he's British, huh? Yeah. Tractor Ted. I feel like you just sourced footage of like working fucking shit. So you're telling me. He's like, that. those are wheels. Look at this. <laughs> it's going to pick up a tree. It's wild. This so, like, think about, think about this. You don't, you don't have to do any production. You just source B-roll, and then you're like, look at it go. It's shoving it in then its thing. It chucks everything into tiny he pieces. He probably paid 50 cents for the video. And blows them might even into be the public trailer. domain. This is insane. Yeah. Yeah, and, and dude, what a Ted-tastic cab. At least, at least Miss Rachel is like, Producing stuff and making graphics. I'm going to do Traffic Joe. And I'm just going to like set up a camera at the intersection by my house. Be like, look at that Tesla. It's blue. Oh, my God. Here comes a Jeep Wrangler. It's a Willys edition. You know what, though? I mean, you like. I mean, that's the thing. Like these things, you what color is that car? Kids are just screaming at B-roll of traffic. It's red. <laughs> that's right, kids. It is red. I mean, there's some serious money happening in these channels, Bro, though. How about this? Do you ever fucking? I love that we're down like a insane YouTube wormhole. How about the twenty-hour-long dog videos that you just put on for your dog when you leave the house? You ever seen those? No. I they get millions of views, and it's just literally like birds chirping or like music playing. I mean, they get millions of views. And you know, like when we put up hour and a half episodes, like the longer you put up, 
Some of their videos are 12 hours long, 20 hours long. They must get they that, like the guy who just puts up like birds chirping in the woods and you leave it on high volume for your dog as you go out for 20 hours. He probably is a multimillionaire. He's not even doing anything. So these are for the dogs to relax when you're at. Yeah. It's like leave some sound on for sure. them. Yeah. But I mean, put dog relaxation video into your YouTube then. Dude, that's, I mean, this whole, like, I, this is a whole dog relaxation, not music. I mean, look at how many things come up, though, and look at how many views they have. Oh, my God, you're right. This one, so this one I just pulled up, separation anxiety for dogs. 15 hours of deep separation anxiety for dogs. How many views? And let's let's just pull it up. So this one. Has, of course, it's starting with two ads. 44 million views, dude. Can you just think about that? Just think about that. It's 15 hours. Let's say people watch a, a, a fifth of it. Let's say people watch 20 percent. That's 44 million times three. This YouTube channel has a hundred and what? For a hundred and thirty two million hours of viewing. So this is a guy who's this is a guy who's literally taking a private jet because he filmed two pugs for 15 hours. I mean, listen, this is the music. Yeah. It's not even that's not even foot video. And that just goes from dog to dog. This is just stock photos now. He didn't even film anything. He's like, I see you. He's like, I see you track your Ted out there with your videos. I'm going to do you one better. <laughs> I'm buying 40 photos off of the AP wire. This is a dog man on fruit, dude. I love the subscribe to please help more dogs. No, help fuel that private jet, son. Funny. What well, works? Because guess who just walked in here? Roscoe's like, what's the fuck going on? What the fuck's going on? He literally has been upstairs all day. He just Can you imagine here. being in Vegas at Spearmint Rhino and you can't get a lap dance because there's some guy at some booth in the corner who's got 40 girls and he's just throwing money at them. And they're like, what do you do, baby? He's like, I take publicly owned music <laughs> and, and put it to publicly owned pictures. And then I write titles like separation anxiety for dogs they're like what he's like bitch suck my dick you know what though kudos to these people man yeah because they figured it out and just some guy getting off his private jet and he's like where is my limo and they're like sorry he's like you don't say sorry to track to ted you have his <laughs> fucking limo waiting or he fucking puts you in a fucking wood chipper you know what you know what it reminds me of? Did you ever watch Californication? Yeah. I don't know if you remember, because obviously the show was a while ago, but do you remember the episode of she kind of reminds me of Miss Rachel? The episode where David Duchovny bangs the freaky, like cheerful mom who does the cooking show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she's kind of like Miss Rachel, yeah. but with cooking. But you know, behind closed doors, just total freak. Yeah. Like, 
that's probably what's going on with Miss Rachel. I mean, who knows yeah. with all these people? Yeah, it's it's a whole market. Like like this Blippy guy. I don't even know who Blippy is. Is this cocaine cut with something? Is this fucking cocaine cut with something? <laughs> Listen to me. I have fucking backhoe companies <laughs> that are begging to be on my channel. You don't think I'll fucking have you buried in the English countryside by the end of the fucking day? I want some pure fucking Colombian white, you <laughs> motherfucker. And then some guy's like, dude, Tractor Ted is on one today. <laughs> oh, no. Tractor Ted's here. Everybody hide. Everybody hide. Yeah. Everybody hide. Tractor Ted's here. No, but that blippy guy who's for older kids is so, like, he's so big. And, you know, he's in Target now. He's on toys from YouTube. It's It's pretty crazy. This is actually a great segue to discuss the future of NBA salaries, because I saw a great article in the athletic to piggy bank off last episode. We're talking about Jalen Brown and Oh my God, he signed for 300 shits contracts bigger than Jalen Brown's. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking about, you know, he's getting 304 million and Jalen Brown's obviously a very good player, but like, he's not, he's not a top five player. He's not a top 10 player. So they posted an article uh, in the athletic just five hours ago. So I read it this morning, dude, it's bonkers where it's headed. Now these are projections. This is all pending mostly media and TV contracts. So it's projections and it might not pan out, but listen to this. The, so the NBA super, wait, 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 wait. You're telling me like the, the contracts, NBA contracts are going to go up drastically because there, it's all uh, based on like revenue and whatever, and the TV contracts are are also going to go bananas. They should. I mean, look, things can right. They could they could continue to go woke and continue to go broke. Well, no, that <laughs> won't. They will continue to go up. We just don't know if they're going to go up at this rate. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, so so here's a prime example. You know, the NBA salary cap. They take it and they say ten years ago. For the 2014-2015 season, it was 63 million. This season it'll be 136. So, so they're basically extrapolating and saying, hey, it's doubled in 10 years, right, Prano? What's yep. it gonna be in another, not even 10 years? So, like the max salary that people will earn this year is 47.6 million. If these projections maintain, listen to this. This is gonna blow your this blew my mind. By the 20 2029, 2030 season, not even 10 years. The salary cap will probably be 240. Jesus Christ. The max salary players will be earning. Hear this out. Per year, if you can get a max deal, like some of the upper echelon guys, like a Jalen Brown, will be 84.34 million. Jesus Christ. So, again, they're saying, look, it probably won't go at this Fucking rate. Tractor Ted money. <laughs> <laughs> Five years from now, Victor Weminyama, Tractor Ted, and Miss Rachel are going to be in a fucking room made solely of gold, thinking about diving into their coins like they're Scrooge McDuck. And Victor Weminyama is going to go, go woke, go broke. <laughs> tractor Ted, pass the fucking cocaine. So if. If this if this happens, or if it's even close, 
you're looking, here's what's crazy. And, and, and here's context. Cause I think I like context to compare it to other things. We always do comparisons. So if, if this projection maintains right now, the largest deal is still Patrick Mahomes. As far as a 10 year, 477 million, the largest U S athlete. What's that? The largest U S sports deal. Yeah. The largest U S sports deal. Is still Patrick Mahomes. You know, we're not saying guaranteed money, but the actual contract was 10 years, 477 million. I like they put this in the article because they say, look, that's 10 years, 477. If this holds up, the max deal in 2029, 2030 for an NBA player would be five years, 489 million. Jesus Christ. So, so the article is saying basically if these things keep jumping and it says this pretty emphatically, a lot of these guys could be slated and we're not even talking the LeBrons, the, I just want to make this clear. Like, Uh, of course they're saying a lot of these guys could be making almost a billion dollars in contracts. Yeah. Like if they continue to max out, like they, you talk about the fucking, how it how it slides down the ladder you know what i mean in terms of contracts for everybody else well that's what it's saying so so a super max deal contract signed in 2029 for the year one of the max and and i'm a little confused on this i don't know enough about this would be 84 million that's but that but the year five person it's 111 million (laughs) yeah just for one season yeah and then they go they go through a whole interesting thing of you know the 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 most paid players and and where the NBA's gone and like the highest salary the NBA is fucking bananas imagine being Saquon Barkley and you're in the gym and you're squatting like 800 pounds and every time they hand you the ball you make four other professional athletes feel like you're teleporting because they can't put their they were like he was just right there and now I can't touch him and then Dante DiVincenzo is like, you poor bitch. You poor fuck. I know, exactly. <laughs> Basically, the moral of the story is learn how to make three-pointers, kids. Learn yeah. how to dunk. Yeah. And obviously, a lot of that is... is Steph Curry's never dunked in his fucking life. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, a lot of that's natural ability or hard work or both. I'd say Steph's both. But here's a crazy, here's a crazy number for you. Let's see if you get this. And they list this. They list the NBA top salaries over going back to like Moses Malone, just they pick random years and they also do it compared for inflation. So your boy, Patrick Ewing was the highest paid player in the NBA for the 90, 91 season. Fucking go. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. What, what, what do you think Patrick, let's just do it. What do you think Patrick Ewing made for the 90, 91 season as the top in, paid player in actual numbers, like for the season, for the season, 8 million. Four point two five million. Jesus Christ! Which dude. adjusted for inflation would be nine point six three. So, so Jesus like, Christ! So, so the only big anomaly, if you look at this list, is is the Jordan. Like Jordan was paid an exorbitant amount his last in few his years. last like, years, yeah. Like he was paid thirty three million, which nobody then got near that again. Yeah, for like ten years because you know he was doing those one year deals with the Bulls, but it's it, again, it's pretty insane. And what the article is basically saying is if you're like a Jalen Brown or you were just drafted this year, if you keep doing the max deal, 
if you get a couple, basically, if you get a couple max deals, if you play 10 years at, and max out, you might have a billion dollars in earnings to, to not even be like a top 15 player. Now, Disney could say, which who knows, like the bubble could burst. You know, at some point, you do wonder at some point, do these networks say, how much money are we giving you? Yeah. Like that could happen. But I mean, if you look at everything that's going on right now, highly unlikely right with now. the fucking strike and whatever, it's like, this is just, it's, it's just built in content. You know what I mean? Not only do you get the content of actually making the production around games, you get all the content before you get all the content after you get all the discussion talking in the ads. morning, talking about it and whatever. And people go to those things, go to those channels, whatever networks got it. They go to those networks because they're like, that's who has basketball. Oh, I want to watch TNT because TNT is fucking, I'm, that's where I'm going to find my pregame post game inside the NBA. Yeah. I mean, it is true. Like you said, if you're a Saquon, and you see these quote unquote seventh guy off the bench, eighth guy off the bench players, and you're like, dude, you're tripling my salary to be a role player. And he's like, oh, it's Saquon. You also, it's for five years, and you're getting it for one, and they're going to reevaluate if you're still healthy, if your brain's not oatmeal. So, sticking with that, ESPN has named their new top crew. This is an interesting one. Doris Burke, Doc Rivers, and Mike Breen stays. I'm not, I don't hate Doris Burke. I mean, we'll, we'll, we won't reference the, the origin story of this show. <laughs> thousandth episode, thousandth episode coming up in New Orleans, uh, December 16th. Uh, December 16th? Yeah. December 16th. Comedy House, New Orleans. Tickets should be up soon. Make your travel plans now. We'll we'll definitely be throwing back, hearkening back to the days. But I've always been, a, you know, I've always liked Doris Burke. I gotta say, listen, there was a time where Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson were great. I agree. And they just, I mean, it, it became so boomerific. That you were just like, okay, like this is like watching basketball with fucking, I don't know, Joe Bartnick or whatever. It's like, ah, back in my day, it wasn't a foul. I would punch Alonzo Morning in the nuts and there wasn't even a suspension. And you're like, okay, well, that's that's fine. Um, Mike Breen, obviously, the heart and soul of those broadcasts. I've always liked Doris Burke. I don't know what Doc Rivers brings to the table. You know, well, like, what do you do in this situation? So, I don't do anything. Well, I was going to say, let's address the first. I mean, like, everybody. I just, if, it, if, it, this was, if I had this play call, I'd talk about Jesus. You've got a man next to you and he's got a man next to him. And both of you have Jesus inside of you. So technically, Jesus is standing next to each other. How can you have a guy who has a hoarse voice be on air? Like, like, that's the first thing I thought. Like, what are you doing? You ever seen Jamie Foxx? You do a pretty good one. Do you ever see Jamie Foxx do him? No, I'm sure Jamie Foxx is. I didn't know we had a Jamie Foxx impression queued up. Now I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So, well, this is like. I mean, old... I did one off the cuff. I wasn't practicing yeah, it. Yeah. He's this... going to come in and just absolutely serve me impression wise. Well, this is an older one. 
This is an older bit that he did on Fallon. Well, it's certainly not a newer Jamie Foxx bit. No offense. Uh, this is a quick hitter. Let, let, let's let's play this one. I'm glad I didn't just do Ray Charles. <laughs> no, maybe, you know, next year. I don't know. I, I can't explain it. You know, I, we try, you know. I mean, you know, it's not Blake's fault. It's not Blake's fault. It's not on Blake. It's on all of us. Doc, yeah, we all do. Doc, yeah. Doc, can you sing Happy Birthday to my, my kid, please? I'd like to sing Happy Birthday. Happy Birthday. <laughs> Are you inhaling? I'm, I'm inhaling an exhale. <laughs> <laughs> Doc Rivers been hoarse since birth. I mean, th- th- that's my whole thing on it. It's like he's hoarse. Like I love wh- Jimmy Fallon, host of the fucking Tonight Show, coming with. Can you sing my t-? like? Geez. Set him up and we'll <laughs> knock him down, JF. <laughs> Yeah, that that was a that was a weird way. Can to, you say hi? Can you say hi to Questlove? Hey, Questlove! Great, it was a it was a fantastic setup. I, look, here's the here's the deal, man. I, I think they had worn out their welcome. I agree. It it got it got to the point where the shtick, which was Van Gundy bitching about everything, yeah, and Mark Jackson usually supporting, being like the pro NBA pro every, and like, then they became. Then they became modern day cancel culture comics. They're like, I'm not going to say it because, you know, I don't want to get in trouble, but I'm just saying. Yeah. And then he'd say it. My pronouns are that's not a foul. You're like, okay. So my pronouns are flagrant one. Like, Are we doing Rob Schneider's act? What is happening here? Well, look, I'm just going to say it, though. And I don't care. People might not agree. I think. Like we all wanted a new crew. This was not the new crew I wanted. I love that they replaced Mark Jackson with other Mark Jackson. They replaced Mark Jackson with horse voiced Mark Jackson. Like Mark Jackson, Doc Rivers, 90s point guards slash incompetent coaches slash <laughs> motivational speakers. Well, I was reading a good thing though, as far as describing their like the previous with Jackson and Van Gundy, and they made a good point. They were like, they're like, look, Mark Jackson exists because of the whole thing with Van Gundy. Like, like they turned into that shtick. So when you get rid of Van Gundy, at least he had hand down and mama there goes that yeah, man. But that, at least he but, had a couple. But that's what I'm saying. Like, what's what's Doc Rivers bringing? I, I feel like Doc Rivers is just bringing Mark Jackson with a hoarse voice. I've been saying it for years. If you have a hand down, it's unlikely that your man will be up. You're like, oh, Jesus. Are you trying to say hand down, man down? I cry want to, but it's trademarked. I think I think Mike Breen's job just got harder. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, at least he had all those years working with those two, and he knew how to handle it as the straight guy. Yeah. Now it's like... Okay. Well, he's worked with Doris Burke, so he's got that yeah. experience. But like, I like Doris Burke. I think she does a good job. And what was who was who was Doris Burke used to be paired with? The white black guy, the black white guy. What's his name from Canada? Is he Canadian? He is Canadian. That, that explains everything. He was like listening to Paint Dry. 
Yeah, he, he provided he, nothing. He's a. I mean, he was a good straight. Like, yeah. But me. honestly, he was so he was so unimpressive. I was like, let Doris Burke do this. Do it, Vince Scully style. Just give me Burke. I think she talks too much. Well, the other guy was horribly boring. Why am I forgetting his name? How are we forgetting his name? Yeah, I can see his face. No, yeah, he's been a staple at ESPN. Yeah, yeah, I think he's. I think he's from Toronto. Is he also fired? Is that why? He, is that team gone? I don't know, but uh, so apparently the next team is going to be, or maybe he's maybe he's doing it with these two: is Richard Jefferson and JJ Redick. See, it seems crazy to me that they didn't split those guys up. Because I think I read that. Maybe I'm incorrect. I thought I read that. Maybe they're grooming them to move into with with Breen. Maybe they think they're not ready. I don't know. I'm not sure. But uh, shout out to your brother, an early innovator with the Doris Burke. The He sent me a picture, the early Dirty Sports days. Did you know that? No. What? What did he send you? I think it's like a picture of his nuts or something. Oh. When the whole Doris Burke, I'm just going to say it, Doris Burke's dick thing was, yeah. was going around. I'm going to send you something right now since you brought up my youth. <laughs> I, went to, I went to a concert last night. I didn't with, even know him that well for the record. Like He was yeah, like sending so, me pictures of his nuts. Uh, here's, here's a good one for you. You can, obviously you can't put this on screen. We'd get banned on YouTube. But... um speaking about not knowing him well i went i went to a concert last night i went out with my buddy i went with my buddy tony and his wife alston and she brought up my brother and she goes you know the first time i ever met your brother he was just like naked in the hallway of our apartment building and i'm like what and she's like you don't don't remember that And and then and then tony was like i have a picture of it what is he doing? Is he a gymnast? He's doing a handstand. He fell down those stairs, just drunkenly naked in their hallway. He's doing a handstand completely naked. Completely naked. And she's like, I walked out, and that was the first time I met him. This was your spot in Brooklyn. That was No, that was Tony's apartment in Little Italy. Can you imagine just show, that guy showing up at your door? We're going streaking. <laughs> you Although, answer yeah. your door, there's a naked guy doing a handstand. I, I'm really not going to talk trash, though, because, like, I see that picture and I'm like. He was like yeah, 30. I was like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> I mean, I mean, have, you, have I told you about the, have I, ever sent you the <laughs> have I ever sent you the barbecue sauce one with me? No. This is like college. And I don't know what happened. We're drinking in my apartment. And somebody decided, like, they're all messing with me. I'm just, you know, classic blacked out drunk. And they grab a Sam's Club size thing of barbecue sauce. And 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 I always get naked, too. And, you know, we're having like a mini party or whatever we have at our apartment. And I'm naked from the waist down. And there's this picture. I'm laying on the ground. And they just dumped all this barbecue sauce over me. And you can just see my... My cock and balls just like sitting there out, and there's barbecue sauce all over my face, all over Andy's my knees, 
baby back dick. Fabrizio's. <laughs> it's it's like all over my my fraternity hoodie, all Indies, over my balls. Baby hands and dick. Barbecue's. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like it, it reminds me of that photo of your brother doing a yeah. handstand naked. <laughs> like, why did they? Par- why did you allow them to put barbecue sauce on you? I don't know. Black, just blackout. Dude, I, I was like, yeah, it was like, let's be weird, let's get naked, let's let's let's, be, let's get weird, let's just dump barbecue sauce all over Ruther, like, 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 like I was probably like Mikey because I was naked. All the time to the point that the girl let's let's use the loose girlfriend term said at one point, like, dude, you got to stop. Like she goes, the entire campus is senior dick. Like, it doesn't matter. Sounds like we need a bigger campus, hon. (laughs) Like, like you can't like every party, every bar. You can't just like start, you know, now nowadays I'd be. Oh, you'd be thrown out of school. I'd be arrested. You're like, what? This isn't a safe space for nudists? <laughs> Dude, you know, I used to pick up. This is true. I used to go to the laundry room. I was in a dorm. It was a 16-story dorm. And on the sides of it had two connected buildings that were five stories. So, you know, total 26 stories, one giant laundry room and dryer in the basement. So like that's a lot of kids, man. Who know who knows how many kids live there? Anyway, the laundry room was in the basement where they created even more. Imagine dorms. having that many kids in one place using one washer or dryer, and then one weekend they can't because you shit in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what so, an asshole. So I used to pick up the laundry. I'd walk in there completely buck naked, and I'd go into the dryer naked with my little laundry basket. It didn't matter who was in there. Girls, guys, right? And this is, guys, this is like 2001, 2000. This is way 2002. Pre-9-11 when you can still get away with this stuff. This is this is way pre-iPhone. iPhone this is, by out. the way, this is why Al-Qaeda bombed us. They're like, we need to teach America a lesson. <laughs> look, at the, look at them. They're monsters. So, so, dude, I'd walk in and people would in be In our country, laundry. women are allowed to show their noses. In their country, some guys covered in barbecue sauce, jacking off in the laundry room. <laughs> dude, I'd walk in sometimes. Buddies would be following me, laughing, just cackling, completely nude, bent over in the dryer, putting the clothes in, and people would just be staring at me. And you know, this was me thinking I'm so funny. I, I'd, I'd play, try to play it straight. I go, "What?" I, I go, "I'm out of clothes, completely out of clothes." That's why I'm. That's why I'm in here. I'm just getting the clothes, and I'd walk out just naked right down the hall. Like that's what I did. That was my thing. Signature just a, move. Just a complete animal. Tim Hardaway had the killer crossover. I had the naked laundry pickup. <laughs> the, the naked laundry pickup. Oh, well, Joe, it's a time capsule. Well, listen, this has been a great episode. <laughs> Going to keep it short today. Go to some calls. Yeah, I don't even know what else I was going to talk about. Oh, yeah, I did want to talk about Hard Knock starting next week. Yeah, it makes sense. It's July. August. Yeah, barely. But this is what I wanted to bring up, because I wanted your opinion on this. 
I know we've had our gripes about hard knocks in recent years. Yeah. But I wanted to say this is the most excited I've been for a hard knocks. In I years. feel like you said this last year and the year before. Like, I feel like you were excited about them. Like, you know, no, I know this one's different. And listen, the, the, the hard knocks of the last few years, I never didn't watch the first episode within 24 or 48 hours. Like, it comes out on Tuesday. I've always watched Hard Knocks before our Thursday episode. Always. And I just gave up. Like, it's just the way it goes this day, these days with content. Like, there's enough content out there and there's enough things to do where it's like, I don't keep going if it's shit. So I'm 100% going to watch this. Probably. I mean, I'll be back in L.A. on Monday. I'll probably watch it Tuesday. It comes out Tuesday. Yeah. I'll probably watch it Tuesday. And then we'll see where we go. Look, you got New York, a New York team. You got historically bad Jets. Historically great quarterback. An all-time great quarterback. The young guy who is supposed to be the next guy who's not. You have a young, talented team. A coach who I think is very likable. We'll find out. That's for sure. I don't want to jinx it, but I think it has a lot of potential. I did see, I did see the one clip of uh, the quick little teaser that they that they have. Did you have you seen this? This is like the teaser that they're uh, they're keeping it pretty tight lipped. But this was the one I saw of just it, just a quick little Aaron Rodgers uh, pep talk here. Well, I got nothing, man. I'm just happy to be out here. Excited to be with you guys. All I'm going to say is this camp is a long camp, right? Let's just enjoy the little things every single day, right? Take time to laugh a little bit. Find a conversation last time with somebody new. Don't always sit with the same group. Get to know your teammates a little bit. You know, it's part of the leadership role. Just enjoy the little moments. Go by fast, and you get to be really old and gray and savoring every little moment. So savor them right now, all right? Cues up, big one, two, three, cues. That was just a QB, QB huddle. Yeah, but I mean, like, I think yeah. it's like you know, it's 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 a look into probably how he's gonna be. Yeah, talking about life and talk to somebody you don't know, and I mean, he's like the old sage on the team. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see how Aaron Rodgers comes off. I mean, I think it's gonna be a lot of that. Like it seems honest, but slightly prepared and I'm okay with that. Like I said, I'm low key. I'm like rooting for this team to do well. So I don't know. I, I've always liked, I liked Salah a lot. Salah, Salah. How's, how's Salah. Salah. I liked him as a defensive coordinator a lot in San Francisco. I like the hire again. If they had a decent quarterback last year, they're in the playoffs. Yeah. So I, I think it has good potential. Now you talk about oh, like it's July. No, dude. It's. Do you think the Jets win the AFC East? I don't know. We're, we're on that. We're on that. Like, you know, we're gonna have a an NFL preview episode where we make these claims. But like right now, let me ask you something. 
when you say you don't know, we're like we're. I mean, according to Justin Woods, Bengals countdown. Um, I believe we're forty nine days from Bengals football. So forty, we're over a month away from football. Do you think that you will be able to? It's less than that, man. Is think, it thirty nine I mean, days? Yeah, because it's September. I think September tenth is that first Sunday. Okay, so we're we're thirty nine days. Whatever it is, I just I just saw Justin go to a new number. It must be thirty nine days. Anyway, we're a month from football. Um, you're not you're not confident enough to make the claim either way right now. Do you feel like you will be confident enough to make the claim? after two episodes of hard knocks. I I don't know if it'll change my opinion. Really? You don't know you don't know if what you see you'll be able to confidently say I, I will mean, confidently say right now I think either the Jets or the Bills win that division. I'm giving zero confidence to Miami or New England. I will confidently say that. I will confidently also you hear say hear that Mac? You want to make it 2 grand? You're not winning. I will also confidently say, here's a here's a wild one. Maybe it's not that wild. I think Robert Sala coaches, whether it's the Jets or whoever, has a much longer head coaching career than McDaniel in Miami. Wow. I mean, I think McDaniel did a good job last year. He did. But I also I I just I mean, we say if they had a competent quarterback, the Jets would have been in. I'd argue that, you know, obviously Tua was out for a lot of the season. The the Dolphins did get in. And just trigger some Dolphins fans more. I'd argue Tua isn't like he's certainly not what everybody that that is a Tua stand or a Dolphin stand believes he is. He's a middle of the road quarterback, you know. So you had a middle-of-the-road quarterback, and then your middle-of-the-road quarterback went out, and they made the playoffs. I, I just I think I think the tenure can be longer for defensive-minded coaches who also get their players to buy in. I, I think I think he's already got that franchise. I think he he has guys buying in. Meanwhile, last year in Miami, they were like the ping pong gate. Fucking yeah, I I just think that. The offensive guys, those, those they they come and go, in my opinion, because that's constantly changing. Where defense is defense, right? At the end of the day. Now let me are, ask you something. There are outliers let, let, for sure. Let me ask you something because I was just thinking about this the other day, and I'll and after I we have the initial con- conversation, I'll retrace the steps to like how I got to this. So NFL offense is constantly changing, right? And and constantly, obviously, getting better. And the quarterback, I mean, look, at, if you look at completion percentages and blah, 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 blah. From a, you know, we talk about it with the NBA when it's it's simply athleticism. And because it's five guys on the court and because the skill sets have changed so much, it's like, to me, it's obvious like I saw somebody the other day on our TikTok comments on Dirty Sports saying like, here's the five best NBA teams of all time. And I was like, the 2016-2017 Warriors would shit and piss on every one of those teams. They'd beat them by 40. It wouldn't be fucking close. 
the 80, 81 fucking 76ers. Oh, literally a hundred point loss. It'd be like a fucking all-star game. Moses Malone would retire in the middle of the game. Like they'd get fucking decimated. Do you think in the NFL with the way offenses are changing, do you think teams from today, like let's just say the bills this year, this past year, didn't go to the Super Bowl, didn't go to the fucking AFC championship game. Do you think that the 2022 bills, do you think they wipe the floor with like a 2005 Patriots team or like the, let's say the 18 and no Patriots. Do you think they beat the shit out of the 18 and no Patriots? It's all, I don't know. Football is always like the, uh, you know, it's not that different as far as do you, do you think, let me ask you this. Let me follow up with a question before I answer. Do you think the game is that much different from the 2008 Patriots to that's what I'm, I, I, I couldn't make the decision. I mean, I think it is very different, but I don't, I'm wondering if it's different enough. I don't think it is. So, and here, here, now we'll retread into the conversation. So somebody, I was hanging out with somebody and they were like, obviously yada, yada, yada Eagles fan. And they were like, the 2006, seven, you know, the, the 2007 Super Bowl Giants might be the worst team to ever win a Super Bowl. And I was like, listen, you can say that all you want, but, and this is my counter argument. This is my fucking counter argument. And this is going to trigger some people and get some people going, Joe Brando, New York Giants slurper. But like, I don't really give a fuck about your regular season. I don't really give a fuck about your statistics. I don't really give a fuck about anything. The kind of the, the name of the game for football is preparing for any given Sunday and whatever. It's like if the Patriots had won that game, people would have been like hands down that's the best team of all time. Yeah. I'd argue at that time and and obviously it's you know there's been great teams that's why the first part of this question happened but i'd argue theoretically that giants team is the best team of all time at that time in 2007 that giants team is the best team of all time you have a team that runs in there 18 and 0 sets all the records it's like the name of the game is the name of football is any given sunday Two teams show up. Who prepares? Who strategizes? Who plays the X's and O's against their opponent? And the arguably, hands down, best team of all time walked in. And listen, I understand that if you play that game 20 times. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah, but you don't play that game 20 times. So you play it fucking well, once. But that's the argument. So let's say you play that game 20 times and the Patriots win 17 of them. So let's say at an 85% rate. But, there, but that doesn't happen, right? No, it doesn't happen, but to say the Giants are the best team of all time for beating the best team of all time in the biggest game on the thing with the two-week break. Yeah, I, I don't know. Break. I don't see that. I don't see that. I know, but I, but this, this would be my argument, and this was the argument I made, is we can talk about the rosters and the talent and the records and the stats and the whatever, but in the end, like that is the point. That is why the NFL is what it is. Because in the end, you got to show up and you got to fucking play and you have to fucking win. Like, you can't argue. 
the Kansas City Chiefs have been in, are in the midst of a mini dynasty, mm-hmm. right? But you can't argue the Chiefs team that lost to the Tampa Bay Bucks team. They got killed too. Is a better team. You can't argue it. You can't say they're better. Well, look, they go on to be better. They're better before. They're better after. Any given Sunday, the fucking Bucks can come out and kick their ass. They had an off day. Yeah, that's the name of the game. It's the Super Bowl. Don't have an off day. That's getting out coached on that day. That's getting out played on that day. Now, the reason I brought up the first part of this argument is I also think that what the Giants are able to do defensively, even though we see in that Tampa Bay uh, uh, Chiefs game, you still get to the point where, like, listen, if you're getting into the quarterback, even Patrick Mahomes is human. But I think the Chiefs have now, like, adjusted for that. They're like, we don't have the greatest offensive line. Let's start doing this and this and this different. And they evolve and they get better. I think that there are teams that probably beat, maybe not destroy the way the Warriors would. But I think there's probably, you know, this year's Chiefs team, which their record wasn't great, but whatever. But they probably beat that that Patriots team. You know, they probably do. But my argument is like in football, especially like that's the name of the game. I think it's tough to compare two eras or even just within the last 10, 15, 20 years, because there's 22 guys. Basketball is just five guys on the court. You know, so you have four, you have more than four times the number of people involved. Like, like even right now, I can name a lot of guys in the offense of that Patriots team because they were so high scoring, and obviously that the infamous Randy Johnson to the Patriots, Randy Moss, Randy Moss. I mean, although Randy, Randy Johnson, Johnson to the Patriots would be awesome. That would have been great too. But like defensively, like like who, who we got? Like Seymour. Uh, Rodney, uh, Harrison, Harrison, like, like Asante Samuel, Teddy Bruschi, like, like, yeah. like, 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 obviously I'm coming up with some names just from, cause I watched so much damn football. But my point is like, I couldn't tell you, I know that Patriots offense was probably top ranked. I don't know where their defense was that year. Was right. it top five? Yeah, probably. Probably. I don't know. This is actually a good segue for a call we have. I might as well just get to it because <coughs> it's football related. So here, here's a quick hit and call. 310-359-8365. This is the hotline. What's up, Joe and Andy? This is Logan from Minnesota, home of uh, From the Front Seat podcast. Shout out and a, a lot of fat people. Um, I have two questions for you. Um, there's a lot of people here with mental illness with their love of Kirk Cousins. Um, And we were arguing this the other day in our group message. Would you rather have Kirk Cousins or Dak Prescott as your quarterback? And I'd love to know why. Wow. And uh, second question is for Joe. Um, Who would you rather do a full stand-up 30 minutes or an hour or whatever you do um, in front of a room full of Kirk Cousins slurpers or a room full of Swifties. Oh, All right. Uh, condoms are for Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's a fraud. Certified fucking bum. Whoa. The Giannis heat What's at the up, end. What's up, Joe and Andy? Oh, hold on. The Giannis heat at the end. Well, let's, I already know the, sec- the second well, part's yeah, easy. But, here, but actually, so I'm going to answer his question 
with one answer, but I'm going to answer what I think he really means with another one. Who would I rather do a half hour of stand up in front of the Swifties? Because you know me and you know, that's the kind of shit that gives me fucking life is like, dude, dude, I'll do a half hour on my hatred of Taylor Swift. I'll get glasses thrown at me, bottles thrown at me. I'll get people doxing me. Like, you know, I'm here for that life. Like anybody who remembers my ex reply game back in the day, anybody that knows just my general, I mean, go to my fucking latest TikTok. I replied to every angry comment. Um, I, I get life from triggering groups of people I fucking hate. So I would rather do stand up in front of Taylor Swift fans than Kirk Cousins fans. But I think what your question is, is who is a more delusional and fucking ridiculous and like embarrassing fan base. And that is also Taylor Swift. Like, like theoretically, if I said that, I'd be like, Oh, I'd rather do it in front of Kirk Cousins fans, but no, I'm here. Give me that. Give me all the smoke. But, but the delude, like when we talk about people who stand somebody with way too much passion, Kirk Cousins fans are up there, but they don't even, they're not even the same fucking stratosphere as Taylor Swift fans. I posted on TikTok or on Instagram yesterday. Emily Ratajkowski said, if you don't like Taylor Swift, you're a misogynist. Just that's it. That was the sent. That's the quote. If you don't like this musical artist, you are a misogynist. Weird take. Right. I said, yeah, and you're a misandrist if you don't like Donald Trump. Do you're misogynist just like you don't like somebody's music? Yeah. If you don't like Willie Nelson, then you hate men. That that's how delusional they are. This is the headline. Emily Ratajkowski calls herself a misogynist because she didn't fuck with Taylor Swift. Ratajkowski revealed that she has since learned the air of her ways. Bro. I mean, it's 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 very very next level cultish religion cultish. You have no idea. Okay, so the first question though First question. I, I think it's, that's it's very tough. This is a really tough one. So let's go to the playoffs because because you because you know what like like you already said the playoffs are all that matters. So let's fast forward. You enter the playoffs this season. You have to choose Kirk Cousins or Dak Prescott. So it's really tough. I mean, Kirk Cousins had such a better year last year, and it's not like Dak has bad receivers. It's not like Dak doesn't have weapons. But also, Kirk Cousins had years like Dak Prescott's last year. And Dak Prescott's last year could be an anomaly. It could be. And Kirk Cousins, you know, with Justin Jefferson, is has looked completely different. He just doesn't turn over the ball as much. But I'll say this. Here's I'm going to take Dak Prescott, and here's why. Dak Prescott wiped his ass with the Giants twice last year. I mean, if you want to have a like a scientific thing, you want to have a control group. They both played the Giants twice. That's your control group. They both played the Giants twice. Dak had to play them once on the road. 
Kirk Cousins got them both times at home. Mm. Kirk Cousins got them three weeks apart or two weeks apart. Dak Prescott wiped his actually, sorry, that's not true. Um, the fucking other dude wiped his ass with the Giants one time. Oh, fuck. Takes me back. I'm still taking Dak. The bottom line is I just think I just think come playoff time, there's a little bit more of a question mark of what you'll get from Dak. And I kind of feel like I know what you're going to get from Kirk Cousins. You're going to get fourth down, check down for that. You're going to get fourth and 11, throw the ball two yards behind the line. Game over. Captain, check down. Now if you oh, pull- Justin Jefferson's double covered. I guess I'll throw the ball backwards. I'd rather Dak throw a fucking interception in that situation. So if you pull up their playoff numbers, I mean, I mean, I mean, it, this is really a tough decision. You got Cousins is one and three, Dak's two and four. Now you could make an argument Dax played on some better teams, had more talent. You could you know, make you, that argument if Kirk Cousins didn't join a team that had just made the NFC Championship game the year before. You could make that argument. True. So that, that's you know that kind of debunks that. Now, now look, their numbers. That team was different. No, guys, it wasn't. I don't know how to break it to you. You, you put like if you clown. like if you look at them side by side, it's they're pretty eerily similar. I agree with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards Dak. Here's why. Like you already stated, you know what you're getting from Kirk Cousins. Dak is a wild card, but he can make that play, I think. How about career numbers? If you go, if you could just go statistically, like side by side, in ter- if you go NFL player comp, yards per attempt, yards, I bet you it's also pretty close. Let's do it. I mean, dude, it's, uh, It's pretty crazy. Like if you, I mean, it really is. Okay. So side by side, regular season. Where, where are we at? Why are we not doing yards per game? God, they're, they're all, they're trying to do all this fantasy shit now. Um, regardless, completion percentage, dude, it's all very similar. Yeah. Now, and also, can we just say something? I know, like, listen, the NFC East has had ups. That is, that's the definition of the NFC East, right? It has its ups and downs. It's a different team every year in the playoffs, right? It's a fucking different team every year that wins the division. But one thing is for sure, in the in the six games that you will play against the NFC East, if the Giants are Owen, whatever, if the fucking Eagles have Chip Kelly. If the fucking Washington commander football team has Jay Gruden, it doesn't matter. Like those teams play each other tough. And Kirk Cousins was bad in the NFC East. And Dak Prescott is not bad. in that. Well, look again, I know it doesn't matter because it's a team's game. So I'm kind of, kind of going to kind of debunk this. But head to head, Dak's five and one. Kirk's oh yeah, one. and they butt fucked them this year. Kirk's one and five. 
Yeah. With Dallas playing. I feel great about saying Dak. At first, I was like, oh, this is a tough question. Now I feel great about it. Well, you also have the legs component as well, right? With Dak. That's that's my point of saying, like, he could make a play, whether that's throwing the ball or running the ball. I I just don't get, like, the Kirk Also, I'm going to assume that Dak Prescott, being a black guy who went to Mississippi State or whatever, is prob- probably loves Jesus, but I don't think he owns a super church. So that's a deciding factor. I didn't know Cousins owned one. Cousins is like the fucking. Is that is that in the dock? No, I don't. Th- if it is, we haven't gotten there yet. His dad is a super church pastor at one of those like Costco's that I'm just assuming Kirk Cousins paid for it. And that's why his man cave looks like it was made at a fucking Hobby Lobby. He's like, I mean, I would have loved to make a sick baller ass man cave, but I just gave my $30 million to my dad so he can hold church in a Costco and tell people not to get vaccinated. Well, I, I, uh, yeah, I wasn't sure. I, I, I knew he was like a big Jesus guy. I haven't gotten to the faith episode yet. I'm struggling. I st- I'm still. I'm still like not even finished with episode three. They're boring. They're boring guys. Everybody, including yeah, Mahomes, is kind of boring. Yeah, I'll be honest. And then, I, and then Shark Week happened, and I'm just like, <laughs> bro, Shark Week was off the hook this year. I was, I was catching up last night, dude. You gotta get on Shark, dude. These th- these guys created. Bro, a- do you know anything about me? I want to know as little about sharks as possible. It's just like you're telling Indiana Jones. Have you, have you thought about watching Snake Week? Like, no, man, I don't want to know. No, I was I, I was going to tell you what these guys did. This guy created a, th- th- this team created a, a whale carcass, a fake whale carcass to attract, and they even shummed, to attract great whites. And he goes in, it's just a glass little thing to literally be underneath in this glass thing. It's all, they even do the fake blood to attract the sharks. They do the whole thing to attract a feeding frenzy. So he can be underneath watching it all and filming it. But they're like, dude, if it goes for this glass thing, uh, it's going to break. You have to swim away. But we're talking, you know, a bunch of great whites eating on this fake carcass just so they could film. It's never been done before. I was watching last night. I just kept being like, are you watching this? Like Brittany's like on her phone on Instagram. Like, are you watching this? This is insane. Jason Momoa, welcome to shark week <laughs> yeah that was interesting uh, i feel you was it was it was it was it you who had the gopro and then or was that lock on it and then you came home and you watched the footage and you're like fuck there was a shark right under my board or was that no but i probably sent you that footage was there's, there's, else? there's a lot, yeah there's a lot of footage of this guy who does that down at porto <laughs> Well, I guess you're not going to be partaking in it. No, I will not be tar- participating in Shark Week. You it's, brought like Holoco- up- it's like Holocaust survivors. They're like, we don't really get into the History Channel that much. <laughs> it's pretty much all just a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. So we talked a little before. Actually, before we do that, Joe, before we do that, I mean, we're, we're, we're an hour into the episode. Right. We haven't even discussed 
our friends at Miller Lite yet. Is it Thursday? <laughs> it's Thursday, man. Oh, man. First of all, did you see the post I put on Instagram yesterday? Dude, I got to open my phone. I did not. I was reading the New York Post yesterday. Just a little just a little fun throw, New York throwback. Um, there was an article. New light leader. Miller. The number one light beer. The number one light beer. Finally reclaiming its throne. The original. Now back to one. Where it rightfully belonged. It's like when it's like when Letterman jumped Leno in the ratings. He was number one. Then Leno had like Hugh Grant on or something. And the whole world stupidly started watching the worst guy. And then Letterman reclaimed it, I think, when he had his heart attack. And here we are. The true leader. The obvious number one. The best beer in the world. The best Pilsner in the world. The original light beer. I went out to a concert last night when I saw Tyler Childers at Radio City. What a fucking fantastic show, by the way. Who's that? Oh, it's great. Country artist. Really good. Um, You like country? I like, like, I've always liked, I've always been into, like, outlaw country. Like, I've always liked Johnny Cash and Willie Nelson and, like, you know. Is that what that's called? I mean, obviously. Yeah, like, not, like, the opposite of. Outlaw? Yeah, Chris Christopherson, the opposite of pop country. I don't want to trigger anybody, but you know, not like redneck country. What is Garth Brooks? I mean, Garth Brooks is very pop country. He's okay. not really like kind of redneck, but he's very pop country. Very pop country. I mean, I would say he's the poster boy of pop country. Um, so at the sh- at the uh, at a bar before, and the huge, huge beer list. And I said, I'll have a Miller Lite. And my friend's wife, who's with us, says, do you feel pressure? Like you have to order a Miller Lite? And I said, zero percent. Zero percent. My num- the- Here's how I order beer. I see if there's Miller Lite. If there is, I don't even look at the rest. I order it. If there's not, now we're, now we're improving, you know? Mm-hmm. Now we're uh, Fran Tarkenton in the pocket. Now we're Archie Manning. We don't know what's going to happen next. We'll figure it out on the fly. But the first thing, is it alphabetical? Scam to, scan to the M's. Is it by style? Go to the Pilsners. Do they not have a list? Do you guys have Miller Lite? It's why we're here. Andy, it's why we're presented by Miller Lite. Because I've always loved it. It's always been my goat. It's always been my number one. And when they realized that, they were like, well, this is a partnership made in heaven. Well, talking about hanging with friends, seeing music, Miller Lite, like that's that's what summer's all about. So guys, make unforgettable summer memories with our friends at Miller Lite. To do that, get Miller Lite delivered right to your door or visit MillerLite.com forward slash dirty sports or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly, Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. So, there's this big gambling scandal that's hit college sports now. We've seen it with the NFL. 
We're now seeing it with several players at both Iowa and Iowa State. Can I defend these guys quickly before you explain it? There's not a whole lot to do there, guys. Yeah, I've been. It's crazy because we have a starting quarterback. You know, we have like we have we have all these different guys, some of them who bet on different people's phones. Now we have the the big one here that I saw is uh what's his name? Sorry, I don't know a lot of these guys. You have ex Iowa Hawkeyes basketball player Aaron Ulis. So he started 27 games for Iowa last year. He placed online wagers on a FanDuel account set up under the name of his brother. This was a whole this is a this sting is basically operation. Basically, what me and Mikey do with cable. It is a sting operation. Ulysses was under Iowa's legal gambling age of 21 when between February 2021 to December 2022, he used his phone to make about 1,800 wagers totaling over $34,800. I, look, I the reason I'm bringing this up because I don't even really care as much because I'm like over this shit. It's just like, I like, Sports as we know it at the collegiate level is we, we talk about these NBA salaries and we're projecting what they're going to make five, six, seven, eight years from now. I don't know where college sports is going to be. And I don't know why it would be fun. We, like I already have my issues with it and that's fine. And you guys can like it, but I'm going to lump all this together. USC, UCLA going to the big 10, possibly Oregon, Washington going to the big 10, Florida state saying they want to leave the sec Colorado going back to the Big 12. What what is called like why would I like there is no there there what's the word I'm looking for? There's like when I watch consistency. Yes, that's the word. Thank you. Like guys, there there's what am I watching here? What what am I watching with it it's it's like a constantly fluid process of changing conferences and you can't gamble on this, the NIL deals. What the fuck is college sports at this point? Well, let's go back to let, let me let me tackle a couple of your issues. First of all, you're not telling me college kids gamble. College kids? Not in my day. Not in my day. How dare you? That was sarcasm for the dirty sports fans who need that. Um then so like I I always think when it comes to all this stuff, when it comes to the gambling on all the at all the league's levels. I feel like I understand that they're they're heavy punishments because they're trying to like make sure you don't do it. But I think it's almost got to be like steroids. It's almost got to be like the first suspension's not crazy, but the third one, then you're banned or whatever. Because the bottom line is all of these everybody's been gambling the whole time. And you just have a way to tra- there's now a paper trail. Yeah. So now you know. Can you imagine Michael Jordan's FanDuel account? He's like, uh, c- can I get fucking 10 to 1 on they finding my dad's killers? They're like, yo, Mike, take it easy, bro. <laughs> um, but then you get into like the co- so and then when we get to college sports, college football is like its own beast, right? And I've said for years, major college football. Why are we pretending it has anything to do with conferences, universities, locations, whatever? Just fucking 
call at the minor leagues. The other college sports, like, I mean, the only sports that matters are the ones that are directly linked to major American professional sports, like college basketball. I get, guess people are into, like, college hockey a little bit. But, like, it falls off pretty quickly, you know? Like, what the fuck else do people watch? So now we get into a situation where it's like NIL deals and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, dude, no one gives a shit. Well, and and then, and then you toss in the transfer portal. So, like, I'm reading just a local article yesterday in the Cincinnati Enquirer, you know, because I still follow Xavier, not as close as I used to, but I follow Xavier basketball and they're talking about, oh, Xavier's four new transfers. And I'm just like, you know, because that's been out of control since the COVID year, right? So it's like, oh, which by the way, I'm for because I hate, you know, like some kids under control. The coach, he goes, there no, no, the I, coach, I, the coach leaves. He was on scholarship. Now no, I, I agree. I don't know how you clean it up, but, but I think something has to be done. But my point is like, I'm like, what is, what is college sports? Defund college sports. And then who's in, well, what would that mean? A lot. It means to me, it means the exact, like you remember when it defund the police, people were like, you want to end the police? I'm like, yes, I do. But that's not what they mean when they came up with it. But that's actually, I'm, I'm reversing it now. When I say defund college sports, I mean like literally, it's like just abolish it much like I want to abolish the police but that's not what the actual defund means but what what does that mean for college though is what i'm asking what does it mean for college but do I you mean, mean do you mean defund the ncaa yeah in particular yeah sorry defund the ncaa and by that defund i mean abolish i mean all ncaa execs are bastards that's what i mean so like anab I'm trying to do it in my head. Anyway, so all these things are coming together. That's that's all I'm trying to bring up. Like yeah. all these things are are this is a giant force, and, and I would make the argument the NCAA ignored all these things or took advantage of situations and players and you know image and likeness, all, all these different things that have collided. And this is what we're stuck with a 68 team, big 10, which again, goes back to money. We talked about the NBA TV deals, all the, all this, that's all that matters. So like, I don't know. Again, I, I was just perusing a quick article and they're like, well, Florida state wants to leave the ACC because the ACC TV deal sucks compared to the big 10 right. SEC. And then the PAC 12 is basically going to not exist. It's just not going to exist. And Oregon State and Washington State, shout out to CT from formerly from Seattle, are going to end up in the Mountain West. Like it's it's kind of bananas how, how everything shakes out. And the underlying theme. I, I don't always, know who's going to end up in the Western Athletic Conference, but I know one thing: all this shit is whack. At the end of the day, I'm going to say it, which because nobody talks about. It. We're talking about these are universities, but like, like that, like I just, I just, I don't know why nobody like. This is all we're talking about. All this money, all these moves. Like, aren't you supposed to be higher education? They don't give a fuck. That has nothing to do with anything at this point. No, they, it doesn't. Saying. That's what I've been saying. So, so like, 
I don't know. Like, I don't even know where college, as we know it, as you know it, as I know it, will be at in 20 years. Or the high school math requirement to play for the University of Alabama's football team isn't even knowing what math is. Like, if I give you something, and then I give you more of that thing, and then I ask you how much more you have, you don't have to give me the answer, but do you know what that process would be called? Do you know what you would be doing to figure it out? He's like, counting? No, no, that's not it. It's like it's, it's like a school, it's like one of your classes in school where they teach you this. Oh, yeah, I've been in that class. That motherfucker sucks, glasses wearing bitch. Yeah, no, what class does glasses wearing bitch teach? Teaches fucking numbers. You're like, no, that's not it. Can you just say math? Can you say math? Oh, you talk about math. That's right. You're the starting quarterback for the University of Alabama. I I had to drop college algebra, actually, my first year. I was failing. I hated math. Well, that's a that's a weird process with college, right? You're doing shitty in a class. You just drop it. Yeah. Like, like, why does nobody ever talk about that system? It teaches I'm you about no- relationships in life. You know, you're like, like pass fail. I'm failing. I'm out. But, but you've paid that money. That's what's crazy. Yeah. yeah. You're like, you're a month into a class, and you're whoa, 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 whoa. I'm doing shitty. And yeah. the university's like, yeah, awesome. And we're still taking your money. Yeah. Take your fiance keeping the engagement ring until Walt Ruther calls and wants his money back because that <laughs> happened. Did he? For a, fail, yeah. for a for a class you dropped, but it wasn't just me. It was like, like half the class dropped it. She was a terrible teacher. Terrible teacher. I ended up retaking in second semester. Got a B. Right. Terrible teacher. I was like, Dad, I'm not learning because I I'm bad at math. And this, and he called the, I want my money. Blah blah blah. According to my son, half the kids dropped, and then it sounds like it's not a student problem. It's a teacher problem. They're like, how dare you? Miss Rachel knows exactly what she's doing. We've pulled the we've all the female students are getting A's. All the men are getting D's with fucking rock hard boners because they think she might have a pierced nipple. Miss Miss Rachel. I want my money back and I want them in Tractor Ted's math class next year. I need something you can focus on. Oh man! All right, uh, welcome to all the people who dropped Miss Rachel. <laughs> You're looking at a bum, were you? Yeah. Well, let's start easy. How many wheels are on this excavator? Yeah. <laughs> the tractor has four tires. <laughs> Three tires plus some number, what we'll call X. Solve for X. Tractors have four tires. That's right. I love the, the tractor Ted is now Australian. <laughs> right out. Good job, Brit. I do love the tractor Ted is British. Yeah. Just throws a whole loop in it. I want tractor Ted and Miss Rachel. Ted isn't even a real person. There I know. No tractor Ted. <laughs> but I want to collab. I want a tractor Ted and Miss Rachel collab. Yeah. Right. I, I want them to. Kind of do their own thing. Do you know what E stands for? It's like excavator. I'm going to create my own character. Yeah. What can I create? B is for banana. He's like, B is for backhoe, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) 
C is for cat. Concrete mixer. D is for dog. Demolition. Unbelievable. Dude, I, you know, at this point. for elephant. England, God save the queen. <laughs> have you watched any of this, speaking of England, and have you watched any of this Women's World Cup? I mean, I watched the one where Brandy Chastain took her shirt off. 20 years ago? I think that was 2000. Yeah, it was 2000. Yeah. Has, it, has there been one since? There's one right now. I was just curious. I haven't watched any. I was just curious. Or was that ninety? That was ninety nine, wasn't? It? They go odd years. That was ninety nine. Yeah, it was ninety nine. I know it was ninety nine because they came for interviews in the and they were in the lobby of the radio station I was working at. And when I was working at WNEW in nineteen ninety nine as an intern, I was just telling the story the other day. We played the song "Scar Tissue" every forty five minutes on the dot. They're like, "Welcome to work. You'll be here for eight hours. You'll hear Scar Tissue fourteen times. Take it or fucking leave it." I was like, I'll take it. I kind of like that song. Yeah. Not, not, you know what? They, they definitely overplayed that, so it became not a fave. So I guess you're not watching it. That's fine. I'm just curious. I'm not, but I, I heard Dennis Rodman's kids in it. She's on the squad. Oh, his daughter. Yeah. Well, not his son. Although, I guess. 2023, bro. I guess if what's-her-name got her way, she would be. I bet she's a good athlete. You think? Yeah. I wonder if they t- do they talk? Who? Rodman or probably yeah. not. Probably not. He's like, how are you not playing for North Korea? You've <laughs> you've disgraced the family. I'm pulling it up. This twenty one year old daughter Trinity. He's like. Cause I was a big uh, Matrix fan. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I met Matrix. A lot of people don't know that I'm a big Matrix fan. Hundred percent named after the Matrix, right? Twenty-one years ago, one trillion percent. I've never been sure of anything in my life. I'm sure you're right, but the. Her baby Bob was a stripper. Wouldn't let me do but Neo. <laughs> <laughs> she vetoed Neo at Lawrence Fishburne. What, so what, Trinity. what an episode. Dennis Robin impersonation. Doc Rivers. The only thing Dennis Robin's impersonation, he's Tractor very he, Dennis Robin's very nasal. I this first attempt. He's very nasally. And he you is. can hear the you can hear the moisture on his lips. Those are my two. If you're trying to do Dennis Rodman, I tried to get it right there. Very nasally, but deep. Usually nasally is high. I'm a huge Dennis Rodman fan, by the way. I'm assuming from cocaine use, but very nasally for how deep a voice he has. And you can hear the moisture on his lips. It's somehow his voice is somehow wet. I love, I do love that Dennis Rodman played on those Bulls teams. Like, I love it. It's just such a wild, like, like if you said, like, who could you, you could not name a single player in the modern NBA or even in the recent, mod- who's like a modern Dennis Rodman as far as off the court, the, 
you know, ex- how eccentric he was, the whole nine yards. Yeah. You, but also being that good. Right. You know, all time defender, all time rebounder. Like, like you couldn't, I, I would almost argue Dennis, you talk about Jameis one of one, Dennis one of one. Like, yeah. Who could you ever compare him to in any sport? I think he's that unique. I mean, Ron Artest was pretty crazy. He wasn't Robin's level, though, man. On an all-time team. But 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 Robin, you had you had Madonna, Carmen Electra, like yeah. also that the high-profile women he was dating. Like, I mean, we almost hit him in my buddy's car, which I've said on this show. It- and and I'm not saying if he were a basketball player. I mean, it's almost the equivalent of the football player Antonio Brown joining the Warriors. <laughs> the they're, like, <laughs> they're like, he can defend, dude. He's refusing to play for the Raiders. They're just across the bridge. He can defend. Dude, He he's going to need two more weeks off because he froze his feet solid. I mean, but when he comes back. Have They're you like, we're going to have him on the team because he doesn't want to wear his helmet, and we don't wear helmets. Dude, he's nuts. If and he's watch- like, can I wear a shirt? Can I play shirtless? And they're like, in practice, I'll take it. You got yourself a deal. I feel like he's changed. Antonio Brown, if you watch interviews now, I feel like everything. like His voice sounds different. I, I don't know what's going on there besides CTE. It all it all goes back to that Vontez perfect hit, the 2000. 15, 16 playoffs, which we were watching live on Rabel, if you remember. That's right. I bet that's the worst day of Randy Ruther's life. Hmm. Them blowing that Steelers game. And because it was the Steelers. Yeah. I want to say. I mean, is that worse than losing in the Super Bowl? (laughs) They were so close. So close. I don't know. Let's wrap this up right now. Okay. Guys, give us a ring whenever you're available. I've progressively slid down this chair. I yeah. might need to take I was a like, nap. I was like, you need a nap. I don't know what's well, going on. I, 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 I've been taking medication for my for this knee injury. Makes it makes me a little drowsy. Okay. Well, pop one this morning and try to get through the app. 310-359-8365. That's our hotline. Jones, I've got shows this weekend yeah, in shows. Atlantic City. If you're thinking about coming, you should come. August 4th and 5th, this Friday, tomorrow, and Saturday. Two shows each night, 7.30 and 9.30, Atlantic City Comedy Club in the Claridge Hotel. Friend of the show, former guest, Pizza Starro hosting. Back in L.A., couple of great shows in L.A., doing a great show at the Improv on Tuesday the 8th, doing a fucking amazing show on thursday the 10th in santa monica at west side comedy theater and then hitting the road less than a week later after i get back boulder the boulder comedy show it's a great show pete and i will both be on it on sunday night august 13th uh the 14th i'm trying to go to the strokes at red rocks if anybody has a red rocks hookup slide in the dms because i just spent a lot of money on tyler childers tickets so slide in the DMs if you got the Red Rocks hookup. 
Tuesday, I think we're doing the new talent show, uh, the the best of Denver or whatever it's called at Comedy Works. Thursday, we're doing a don't tell comedy, but don't tell anybody. And then Friday, Saturday, August 18th and 19th, we'll be in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Last time I was in Steamboat Springs doing the Steamboat Comedy Show at Schmiggity's. A couple dirt balls came out, so I hope to see some of you guys there. And then we'll be back, and I've got, you know, Vegas in October, Alaska in November, 1,000th Dirty Sports episode, Andy Ruther's Nuptials, Stand-Up Comedy, Saints-Giants in December, all of those and more, JoePrano.com forward slash shows. Hope to see you guys. Thank you. Tonight at the stand, did I say that? Tonight at the stand. Word. I better see Tractor Ted tonight. I want to see impersonations. I want to hear about it. Post some clips. Miss Rachel, I'm sure a lot of the audience will get it. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for sticking with us. We'll be back on Monday. Have a great weekend. And as always, stay dirty.